morning. How you all doing this morning? Mm. Good, good, good. Jesus. Y'all look good. Quite a profound statement. Emmanuel, God with us. I don't know what really captured your heart about that, but what captured my heart is that it means there's nothing impossible for me. No matter what I see, no matter what I feel, no matter what I experience, Emmanuel, God with us. Um, so that's just something uh, really allow Holy Spirit to continue to minister to you uh, throughout the day, hopefully throughout this week. Amen. Um, some of your could be disappointment, frustration, uh, little anticipation, whatever word you want to use for whatever's going on in your life, but Emmanuel, God with us, being the Christian creed that was, it blew my mind. How we live. And you have a way of how you're living now. But is it by the creed of a Christian and what you are? Knowing that God is always with you. That statement is inclusive, really, of the entire Bible, whether you knew that or not, or whether that was unveiled to you. That statement alone is inclusive of the entirety of the Bible. Any scripture you would read, it will draw you back to Emmanuel, God with us. His name alone is the summation of his word, which is the entire Bible. His name alone is the volume of the entire book. Jesus, his, name his name alone. Oh, Jesus. Woo. Emmanuel. Being Savior. With you. Mm. That was mind blowing for me. I don't. Because if the word of God does not attach to your heart, there's no way you can be living it out because it's not in your heart. You live out of your heart. And it's deceitful. You have to be very careful. You'll be deceived within you, thinking you're doing something right. Yeah, you're wrong. Mom. This is why we need a spirit. Why do you think it's hard for us to express audibly how we feel about our Heavenly Father? And this is not a rhetorical question. Why do you think it's so difficult for a Christian to express audibly their gratitude and appreciation of their Heavenly Father who what has made you free, who have saved you. If you can just imagine, before you answer this question, you're out, you went out to the beach, you in the water, you jump in, you got drifted too far out, and now you find it hard to stay above the water. Mm -hmm. You start to drown. 
and someone come and save you? How could you not audibly express your gratitude of your life being saved? Could you just be silent? Could you, in your mind and in your heart within, just say thank you? <coughs> Not a rhetorical question. Can we get some answers? It should have been like your piercing. And great to embarrassment. Fear, embarrassment, shyness, shyness. Uh, don't want to disrespect the other person. Wow. Or, or whoever, yeah. wow. I, I like your honesty. I like you too because I, I you, really do. you know what you're saying, mm -hmm. and this is what, what you're saying, even though a lot of other people, if, whether they say it or not, they're living it, they are honoring other people. Yep. It means that you're honoring people. And you're not honoring God. So when we don't honor God, who are you honoring? Not just people, but... It could be yourself. Satan. Mm -hmm. When you're not honoring God, mm. it's just like this. If it's not a faith, it's sin. It's sin. Okay. Uh-huh. Can I share something? Sure. I, uh, last, what was it, Thursday of this past week, I was driving to work at mm -hmm. about, what time around the 5.30? And uh, I was by myself. In the end, I shouted in the car, mm -hmm. thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. um, my trunk of my car, if you all know me, I drive a little, mm -hmm. little Honda Accord. Mm -hmm. My trunk of my car almost became my front seat. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. At about 5.30 in the morning, there was a truck, an SUV. I was at a stoplight. Mm -hmm. I was stopped. I was getting ready to go, and I heard... Uh, you know, a big, huge thump, and I just happened to look out of my passenger uh, window, and I saw the headlights mm -hmm. of a uh, Chevy Trailblazer, mm -hmm. which jumped the curb up onto the sidewalk. Wow. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was, thank you, Lord, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. my, like I said, my trunk mm -hmm. almost became my front seat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would have been, yeah, probably injured pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was... You know, I told my mm -hmm. told my coworkers. I said, you know, Lord was, God was with me, as He always is. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Wow, mm -hmm. you know, that that's you know that's crazy how mm -hmm. you avoided an accident like that. Yeah. I said it's not crazy. I said it's just I was being watched. Mm -hmm. I'm always being watched, and I'm always Amen. being taken care of. Yeah. And your question being yeah. audible with the Lord, you know, whether you're within. A room full of people, mm -hmm. or within your own mm -hmm. own self. Because the Word of God said, "If you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you." Amen. To go to the Father on your behalf. Mm -hmm. So if we are ashamed of Him because we're thinking about other people and how they're gonna feel, I know you've seen me how I praise and what I, you can tell I have, I care nothing about how people feel that I am praising my God who has saved me. Amen. Because it's not about you. He has saved me. Mm -hmm. And so, glad about your honesty, but a lot of other people share it. So there's no way that you could just, within, because you couldn't really restrain yourself or refrain yourself from, for, I'm saying for thanking, mm -hmm. yeah. for thanking God, right? Mm -hmm. I just, I shouted out, thank right. you, Lord. Thank right. you, Lord. 
didn't think, see, but this is, he's always, as you say, he's always protecting us. He's always caring for us. Yeah. And it, see, this was a for, uh, foreseen danger, but there's an unforeseen danger mm -hmm. that we don't see. Mm -hmm. And this is why we should always be audibly thanking him. Because yeah. if not, we're honoring Satan if we don't honor him. Anyone else as to why we were there. silently <laughs> so? Mm -hmm. Any time I really feel shame mm -hmm. or what? Not saying only time I feel like hindered in expressing myself right. is when there's somebody I'm real close with, mm. and I'm more concerned about how our relationship is going to be after. Mm. Wow, I talk to them. That's real honest. That's good yeah. though. Yeah. See, but see how again I, I, we are honoring people. And that's, I, I, I love your honesty. I love both of them. Because with the honesty, see, how else can we really grow and develop if we're not Can't. honest? And, um, man, I love God because he loves us. And this is an opportunity for us to really yeah. realize why we, not only why, but then do something about why we're not doing it. Because when the people that you are trying to make sure that they, they're okay People are going to do what they want to do anyway. And whether they say, well, maybe they won't come back. They don't understand what I'm doing. Um, God has all that in control. Because we, we can't control people. We can't control the way they think if you don't do something or you do do something. Uh, and we have to realize we have to stop honoring people. And, and we, that's part of the, a small part of the lesson, but that's another teaching too. I also want to tell you when, the Bible says, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with God. And when you do put away this temporary housing, you and only you will be before God. You won't be before Satan. You will be before God. So it doesn't matter who's next to me or whatever because they don't have a heaven or a hell to put me in. Yeah, and we're concerned with that, so, that relationship. You have to break, and then that's another stronghold mm -hmm. because you're free. And if, believe it or not, if they were free, me and you wouldn't have this conversation mm -hmm. because we both would be understand. This is how we can worship God and just, you know, we're not renting our clothes, but you can. I mean, but that's what they did. They rented their clothes, yeah. but now he said rent your heart, not your clothes. Right. But the expression... And I know male. And coming from outside of, of, of a cult that didn't worship God, and when you see something like this, I was like, whoa, what is that? Yeah, because I didn't it look, hold It looked I like she free. Back. I didn't so I, hold back. No, she didn't hold back. She, never, she didn't hold back what I was going to think, you know, speaking in tongue and, and all that. She didn't never care about what I, well, I'm going to do it because this is what's right. And, my, and I was looking at her, and I'm on the outside, and I'm like, man, I want, I want that. I want to be able to do that because she knows something I don't know. Not only do she know something, she knew someone that I didn't know. Amen. And I wanted to get, and once you really get to know God, and you have to be able to come out of you, that's the only way you can worship. The Bible says you have to worship him in truth and in spirit. I can't worship him in me. I can't worship him wondering that you're not going to speak because you saw me go crazy in church. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not worshiping him. Worship 
is audible. It's if y'all been watching the feast, did y'all see how the men was all dancing all around with the for days and days worshiping? The men. But my question is that we're not ashamed <laughs> when we are, you know, screaming whether it's a game and we've been at the concerts. Know, everybody we, been at we, one. We blurt things out. So it's the things that you have in common with the people that where you feel good to express yourself. So what you don't have in common, I'll just keep this on reserve because they probably won't understand this. But when, if this person consider you to be a friend, they, they accept you for who you are mm -hmm. and your life. Mm -hmm. uh, was there anyone else I want to quickly just go through that? Because this is really important. This is really good. Both of these in, were. It's going to tie into the actual message. Yeah, um, Ferlin. Think about what you're free from. See, I don't think we really got a really good concept of what sin is. That you've been free from sin. Hold on. The law of sin and death. By Jesus. By my Savior. By his blood. I, I, I mean, everybody know when you sin. Everybody knows that if you have Holy Spirit, there's a conviction. It won't make you stop. But he convicts you that it's wrong. What I don't think that he likes is that we come in and act like nothing's wrong. Now you're saying that his blood is of none effect. Now you're saying that when they whipped him all night, it was for nothing. It's like you're rejecting him just like the world rejects him. See, we, we haven't understood what sin does, how devastating it is. Amen. So I can, that's why I can, I can tell him, thank you for saving me mm -hmm. from a polluted mind and thinking, mm -hmm. perverted mind and thinking, mm -hmm. what I was doing. See, you, you got to be open. Mm -hmm. And what it led me to think in my thoughts were wrong. They didn't line up with God. Oh, I had to be renewed and I had to be washed. Don't. The last thing I need to say is, he said, now there is no condemnation. Stop being condemned. Holy Spirit doesn't condemn you. He convicts. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So if I'm condemned, that means I won't even ask for repentance. I'll just keep in my sin. And remember, repentance means to turn away. Not being remorseful. Remorse, I'm just sorry. That's why you're still the same. Because you're just sorry. You're not repenting. True repentance means you turn away. Amen? Let's change the atmosphere because it's kind of doom and gloom. And uh, it's more so to when you look in a mirror and you see some flaws and things that need to be corrected is that we correct it. And I think that we have or we're a part of a culture when it comes to church to where we have 
really adopt a lot of things of the world. And so it doesn't make you feel good when you really have to, required to, live as a Christian and not the world. So we had to get used of it not feeling good to your body, but it profits your spirit much. Don't hurt. Amen. So let's get into the teaching here. It's, a, it's titled The Great Confession, Christianity. Mm. Mm. You make sure these notes get out. The Great Confession, Christianity. Hmm. What do you guys think about that title? <laughs> Come on. Come on, give me some feedback. Uh huh. <laughs> there great. I like there that. There's what, what we need. The great confession. <laughs> Man, I was telling Fee, I said, um, it's not like I, you know, it's anywhere I can go and pull a sermon, or I mean, you can, but I don't. Or where these titles come from is not something from my soul, it's not a soulish teaching. It's always God inspired. I never know when I sit down what direction I'm going to go, mm -hmm. what direction he's going to take me. Um, but it's always mm -hmm. the direction that we need to go as a people who's come here for the teaching. Amen. And um, it's an issue with what we have confessed. We have confessed that he's Lord and mm -hmm. Savior of our life. We have confessed that we are mm -hmm. Christians. Okay. This is what we have confessed. And there's a major discrepancy with your confession of what the body of Christ who have confessed Romans 10, 9 through 10. So, what really happened when you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? What really happened? And if you have, everybody should be able to tell. What really happened? Before you, before you might think about it. No, not, don't tell me what should have happened. <laughs> tell me what really happened. You know how you, I know kids go mine. to, they go to a party somewhere, they come back and tell you what they want to tell you to have. <laughs> no, what really happened? Oh, we just had fun. No, no, I heard something else. What really happened? <laughs> Minister Carl has a question back there. I'm going to come back at you, Greg. <laughs> go ahead, Carl. So you're going to be a genuine Christian. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. That was your intent. Okay. Yes. No. I'm making a point because I know. I'm just like I just like what he said. I know. So I mean, that was good. I mean, because we have people just kind of, yeah, I did it, but there is no profound change. 
So what really happened? Yeah, what really We're going to go with Dina next. Yeah. <laughs> what really happened was I confessed that I didn't want to or even knew how to rule my own life. Mm. Mm. That's good. I like that. It's very good. Dina? Good. That's good because that's kind of mine too. It has to validate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Validation. Yep. You're a Christian. One thing to say it now, it's gonna be a test. Man, I had mine. Mm. Good God. You can come back. Okay. Rob. Rob. know what really happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. allowed me to forgive people that I haven't forgiven in many, many years. Amen. That's a real big one. Because he said, if you don't forgive them, I can't And you know, none of y'all are wrong. All right. Then you know that now. None of you are wrong. Wow. Was that somebody else? Right. Shamir. <laughs> mm. Didn't enjoy that isolation too good, did you? Huh? What happened? You didn't. <laughs> Never mind. That was rhetorical. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll get back with you later. <laughs> Double yoke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. Wow. This is real serious. This is. The great confession. Do we really know what we confessed? Do you know what you <laughs> really... Said probably not. Pro that's good, Rob. <laughs> I heard it, Robert. Probably, probably not. not. But I guarantee you, by the time this yeah. is over, you will. And, and, um... I know this is why God's giving us it because we need to know what we have agreed to. You're gonna be able to help some people too once you get it. I can use a uh, prime example about when you normally when you sign a agreement, uh, you should read it and sometimes even get a lawyer, <laughs> depending on how long the document is and so many um, deliverables or whatever is in that uh, legal documentation. Is that I had a student that signed for his scholarship meal plan, but he, he thought it was for the whole year. <laughs> the scholarship was just for the fall. Ooh. And it was on his, still on his account, because it rolled over from the fall to the spring. However, he knew he didn't get an acceptance letter for the spring, so he should not have used it. Mm. Now he owes the university over $2,000. 
Well, it was on my account. It was like it was given to me. I said, well, it was like you accepted without the acceptance letter because you used it. So now you owe us. I said, so this is a learning lesson. Mm. Really read before you sign, before you agree. And not, oh, do I go and study and find out what God, what this is all about before I, I say yes to Romans 10, 9? Still shouldn't be a soulish thing because he's not drawing you from your soul. He's drawing you from your spirit because you're a spirit, even as a sinner. That go for a marriage of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> Do we possess the reality of our confession? Mm, possess, the key word. Is. Do we possess the reality Woo. of our confession? We could go on throughout with a bunch of questions, but this is just something for you all to think about a little later. Um, and with that, the wholeness of our redemption, which was conceived through his resurrected power. Do we possess the reality of our confession with the wholeness of our redemption through his resurrected power? That question? That is a question for them to ponder okay. on a little later. Because okay. as the study, as we go through here, you, I, I'm sure a lot of us have not really or do not possess the reality of our confession because it's how, it's a, the body of Christ, um, have been demonstrating across the world mm. their lack of the reality of what they have confessed. So this is a, a real big question for you and for you to spend that time with the Lord and, and to really discover um, whether you have or not. I want to just um, throw this scenario out here because this is this is a looming statement throughout the body of Christ. Is that I'm getting here? It's a looming question throughout the body of Christ about everyone is not in the same place with the Lord. True statement. I will give you that. <laughs> you have some who are in various different grades, I guess you would say, with the Lord. Because of their lack of or their not of being thirsty, hungry for righteousness. I think this is why people are on all these different levels. Because obviously you have somebody say, oh, I'm not so hungry. Versus somebody's really, you know, they famished, they really need to eat a whole lot. And so they get a whole lot. So it causes them to grow faster. Versus someone who wants to remain a babe and, and refusing the food that doesn't taste good because it doesn't taste good, so I don't want it. Thus, I don't grow and I have all the nutrients that I need. So this looming statement is this. Um, you got to give people time. Give Christians time. I've heard that from too many Christians. Give them time to get out the, what they've been struggling with for, for years. Uh, You've been struggling with whatever you've been struggling with for what I don't know five ten years. I'm, I, so mm -hmm. my question is just I'm asking you when. But uh, the body of Christ says you know be more lenient. You know you were dealing with this and that or uh, you know uh, you know well what if they never get it? You know we still have to you know really continue to pray for them. And yes, we are to pray for each other. 
But my question is this, how come? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you confess Romans 10, 9, that you're not aware of the position that you have accepted. How come you have to take so many years to get acclimated to being a Christian? Double yoke. I got a question. I'm going to have to stand for this. Uh-oh. How come we have to have years and years of being acclimated to what you are? Not a rhetorical question. Anybody got anything for me? Nick, I want to sit in the audience. And <laughs> <laughs> I think people still want to do what's wrong and still be a Christian. Still? Two lives. Mm -hmm. One is more comfortable than one mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. You're doing what you want to do. Yeah, I haven't surrendered. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't understand the question. You have done Romans 10 9. You have confessed that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Correct? Mm -hmm. But you still, it's been years. You've been saved now five years. You're still struggling with the same issue. Oh, okay. I'm on the same question. Okay. Same. <laughs> but the overall body of Christ feel that, hey, you're too hard on Fee. Mm. Oh, let up off of her. You know, everybody have their, their own walk with the Lord, you know. You know, it's take her time to get to where she needs to get to. Yeah. Give her some more training wheels. Put the bib on her. Everybody's struggling with something. Almost like the world said everybody got to die from something. Yeah, oh, I can't stand it. So my question is, why does it take a Christian so long to just be, I'm not saying to be what they call deep, or I'm just saying you've been made, if you've been made righteous, star, why do you have to try to be righteous? Amen. If you've been made, if this been made a table, why does a table try to have to be a table? It's what it is. It's been made to be that. Was your hand up? You waving at me? Uh -huh. Hmm? It's, it's really how they marketed it. You know, oh, he's a wave maker, mm -hmm. or, you know, he'll get you out of this, or, mm -hmm. or he'll, he'll do something for you. Mm -hmm. So he was a do something for me person naturally. Mm -hmm. But in order for that to manifest naturally, mm -hmm. it has to be taken on the inside. So ultimately, it was my perception of why I even said Romans 10 Okay. Because that's, that's the issue. I've asked a person who was saved. I said, I'm not saying you're not saved. But I think you need to confess Romans 10 9 again. You know why? I, I knew it wasn't reality in that person's life. I'm not saying you, you, you're saved, you're not saved, a person having the Holy Ghost, you don't have the Holy Ghost. You know whether you're saved or not. You know whether you were drowning in the ocean and somebody came and pulled you out. And you now have life, and you were threatened not to have life. You know that. No one else needs to tell you that, that you are saved. 
you take, you're taking, life is so short. You don't have time. How much time do you think you need to, because you can't get it together with it. You and you, you and your flesh think you're going to be able to get it together. You're never going to be able to get it together. You're always going to need time for Alina. The sinner and the saint is saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. They need time. The sinner saying, give me more time. I'll come when I'm ready. I need more time. The saints say, I'm saved, but I need time to be a saint. Mm. Mm. Give me time to be a saint. Mm. Yeah, the saints are throwing in your face. Don't forget where you came from. Don't right. forget how patient God was with you. Exactly. Oh, so come we, on, that's we what they come say. up with this whole bucket full of excuses for you to continue to be a babe. Mm. Oh, Jackie, got, Jackie got a question. Good, Jackie. Did y'all hear what she said? You continue to search yes. for him. He said, and you seek and you will find me. Oh my God. See, but you're dealing in the world and trying to deal in the kingdom of God. That's the issue with the with the Christian. This is why you need more time. Mm -hmm. He said you're in it now, but you're not of it. That was really good. You're still trying to get acclimated to being who you already is. Who you are. You're you're already you've been made. A godly man. You've been made. Mm. You don't have to try to be. It's who you are. You don't have to try to be white. You're white. Ah. <laughs> I don't have to try to be black. I am. Yes, you are. We don't have to try to be who you are. You are a man. How I many he's turning off red? <laughs> See, he's white. He's turning red. <laughs> now he's red. It's a red man. So... <laughs> A burgundy. Sure. Yeah, he's matching his shirt. He's burgundy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, call too back then. You're white, God. So you, you can't um, try. That's the problem. That's the struggle. That's the frustration. Yeah. You're trying to be who you already are. And that's good because you're going to find out today. You're going to find out. Because this is the thing. What normally happens is this. This is why with my question, I go back to my question is this. How come in the natural, when you get a new job, Gabby, you get a new job. Got some people looking for some new job. New job, friendly. You get a new job, the new job comes with a title. Does it not? It sure does. Comes with responsibility, does it not? Comes with certain requirements and obligations. The new job. It comes with a salary, doesn't it, Greg? Mm -hmm. It comes with sometimes even benefits. Mm -hmm. You get life and accidental. Vacation. Vacation. Sick leave. PTO or whatever. So, how come when you get the new job? Ain't nobody got to tell you about that title. Because you immediately, you're in that position. Mm. I'm made for that position. I can't hire me. 
I got the skills, the ability. The word of God says now you're in him. Now mm. you are a Christian. Mm. When you did Romans 10, 9, you are in him. You are, Robert, you are a Christian. You got in your position in Christ. The problem is we're getting out of our position. I told you, keep going in and out. So when you're in your position, and mine's having to be director of marketing communication, no one had to tell me how to live in my position. Mm -mm. No one had to say you would have, in this case, when it comes to the job, life insurance. Mm -hmm. Now, in the kingdom, eternal life. Mm -hmm. But you don't believe that. You get sick leave on the job. But then the kingdom, I get healing. We don't believe it. Don't believe it. Vacation and the kingdom rest in my peace. Now, now they got that because they're hibernating from what we saw. Think about it. Come out. When it comes to the natural, a new job, and you, a new creation. Why do you have to get acclimated? Right here and start a new job at FedEx. You're not going to get acclimated to the fact that this is your position. Mm. The day that you walk in there, that's your position. Assistant manager. Mm. And what you do, you do other things to prepare you to be more efficient at your job and your responsibility, like what you're doing now. But you don't have to get acclimated to the position because that's who you are now. Matter of fact, you're pretty eager to do it. So the question, so why is it naturally a reality to you, but supernaturally, as a Christian, your role, you have to get acclimated to it. Rocket? Naturally, I'll come back with this. Is that you go on the job and you have other people who's been there obviously for a while, and so you have people saying, "Well, this is what you're supposed to do, and that's not what you're supposed to do." Because you know, I had a few of these conversations like with Star, you know, at, at some of her uh, jobs, even this current one. People want to tell you how something's supposed to be done, but when it's your position, 
It's just still a knowing when it's your position. It's just a knowing. And God has put that knowing in everyone who's done Romans 10, 9. Because in my own personal walk, I, I'm sure we have all people come to us in error trying to share the word of God with us. We've probably all been, you know, on the other end of that stick. And in doing so, but when you did Romans 10, 9, the question is that, was that a reality to you? Because if that was not a reality to you, you could easily be deceived and probably still in that deception at this very moment. If that was not a reality to you. Because you're going to have people that, you know, lead you astray, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Don't get your feet out. You were next. basically to us all a soulish way and no different than me so obviously there's nothing special about me when it comes to that uh, because I had people try to lead me whether I said like getting intentionally or unintentionally the wrong direction but I truly believe this when you hear the truth the truth it makes you free so the word says you have still heard the truth even now here at Walker Ministry. Because I know God has given us a ministry to bring balance in the Christian life. First of all, that the reality of Christianity. Because that seems like that is a struggle with Christians. This is at, at this time in this season, God has broken us away from where we formerly were to really help awaken the church to who we really are. Christians. But it has no weight. It has no value to it now. We're just doing everything, everything deriving now from it. It's, it's no longer the original meaning and power that comes with just that name or, you know, that title, a, a Christian. Also, uh, let's go to our foundation scripture here is Romans 10, 9, the great confession that we have made. <laughs> Romans 10, 9 through 10 says this. Because if you acknowledge, if you acknowledge, not nobody else. And thank you. So when you all, so kind of take the responsibility off the, a lot of these leaders that have spoken in your life because you acknowledge and you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and your heart believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead you will be saved. Mm -hmm. I'll read it again. Because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on the truth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amplify you. It was nothing that anybody else 
They were not a part of that conversation. It was you and the Heavenly Father. Only you and him. The truth met you. We're without excuse. The truth met you when you did Romans 10, 9. No matter how you were taught, what nobody else said, whatever they said, well, no, this is, this is what a Christian is. This is what um, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit is. You don't have the Holy Spirit. You do have the Holy Spirit. You don't speak in tongues. You do speak in tongues. Oh, no, you don't. We don't do this. None of that even came before Romans 10, 9. The very foundation that was laid was that he was your Lord and Savior. The truth met you. No lie met you when you did Romans 10, 9. The truth. That's power in that word. You had a conversation with truth. The question is, was that a reality? The great confession. Mm. Christianity. Romans 10, 9 through mm. 10. Mm. Mm. My God. We're without excuse. You, We won't be able to tell God, wait a minute, they, they taught me wrong. They said this and they said, you're going to be without excuse. He said for you to study and for you to rightly divide the word of truth. Now, what someone said to you now, this is, what, this is why we talk about a type of Jews, a Berean. He said, you examine, you scrutinize how the word is being taught to you. You become a disciple and then beget other disciples once you yourself have been perfected. But don't try to perfect out of imperfection. Without excuse. Mm. Verse 10. For with the heart a person believes. Adheres to. Trust in. Relies on Christ. Christ. Not on people. Mm. And so is justified. Declared righteous. Acceptable to God. And with the mouth he confesses. Mm. He declares openly and speak out freely his faith Good God. and confirms his salvation. This is a life demonstration that you're supposed to do. You speak out freely, Greg, and openly. Mm-hmm. Freely and openly around family members, around people that don't know me, that do know me. It doesn't matter because you can't save me. I have a savior. I'm Emmanuel. God is with me. That, that's just so awesome. That's the creed. That's just so awesome by itself. So let's break down a lot of words here about what the great confession really was. Mm. Acknowledge. Because he says if you acknowledge, if you admit, if you allow to enter into, you have an entrance for if you have an entrance for the truth, <laughs> this is acknowledge. If you acknowledge, if you admit, if you grant entrance for the truth, truth. and recognize the existence of the truth, that it is, in fact, the truth. 
acknowledge. If you did this, as Romans 10, 9, that was a reality. But if you did not permit and allow entrance for the truth, it was not a reality. Mm -mm -mm. So use the word, the term confess. We're doing terms here. Confess. What do you think confess means? Truth. Truth? Good talking. Of your guilt. Yep, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that is that's what you do. Go in court, you confess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say, uh, speak from a place of conviction. Mm -hmm. It's good. Mm -hmm. Call that one. <laughs> it's, it's really just speaking. Mm -hmm. You can falsely confess. That is so true. That's that's a real good mm -hmm. uh, response. That's good, God. And uh, I one a one word for confess is just that I didn't know. Well, I didn't didn't really think about it until I read it. Promise. When you did wrong to now, you promise. You made a promise. <laughs> you made a promise. You made a vow. In Greek, it's me yada. You promise. Mm. It also means to give thanks and praise, confess. So you do got to be, you, you got to open your mouth. You gave thanks and praise, you confess. But it says, believe in your heart, right? Mm -hmm. But you got to speak and out your mouth. Mm -hmm. You're actually expressing acknowledgement of some sort that you promised to. There you go. Mm. Let's look at the word. That's so good. Adhere. Adhere to. Mm. Do we do we know what that means? Real quick. Stick to, it. Mm -hmm. to stick to it. Stick to it. That's good. That's excellent. To stick to it. Mm-hmm. To obey. To obey. obey. That is. Mm? That is excellent. Bind, obey, stick to it. Yoke. This is what's supposed to really happen in your heart. You adhere to. Let's go back to it. Didn't it say that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because if you acknowledge and confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and in your heart believe, and believe means to adhere to, trust in. This is what has to go on in your heart. That what you said, it's. It's a commitment. It's and when you say stick to, it is. It's just. It's just like someone. You, you know, you can't help but when you step in mud, it's. I mean, it's just automatically. It's a part of your shoe now. <laughs> Not so much like water that kind of come up that, but mud. You you step in that. Now it, it sticks to 
your shoe becomes a part of it. It's kind of like um, <coughs> a elements uh, atoms being uh, combined. Um, you have two two atoms being combined in a way to where they become one, and that's what's supposed to happen with your heart. It's supposed to be a nuclear fusion. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How can you separate from that? It's like being grafted into them. Right. <laughs> PC, you want to go here? <laughs> That's what's supposed to happen in your heart. To the truth. Okay. It mm. means also to be consistent. Uh-oh. I'm sure the workout people know that one. Heart. Heart is a place of deceit where your emotions are at, your desires, your thoughts, and your decision-making. It is your think tank. Your heart is, mm. not your brain. We think primarily the brain, but the heart. We Definitely for the believer. We saw that on That's Paris your Stone. think tank. Y'all saw that on Paris Stone we were watching that one episode, right? Okay. It's where commitments are made. Mm. Whether false or true or false, huh? Right. I love you. I'm lying. You lying. <laughs> <laughs> you my brother. No, you're not. I love you. I hate I you. I forgive you. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> this, this is what goes on in the heart. What we just said goes on in the heart. It's funny, though, right? People say, I love you, but they hate you. Okay. I'll be with you the oh, rest forgive of you. my life. Oh, I'll forgive so you. Beautiful. I mean, it's nobody else I ever want to look at. Are you kidding Man, my heart just, we hear all that. I would die for you. Man, you come on for real. You want to open the car door for me. <laughs> but we hear that, right? Oh, okay. Lord, I'll pray for you. That's the big one for us. That's the big one for the church. Why can't we pray right now? Why can't we pray right now? Did you have something, Gabby? That's it. That's a true statement. Yeah, Unfortunately, it is. It is. Uh, this is where promises are broken. Mm-hmm. That's where they're made and where they're broken. In the heart. In the heart. Mm. The Bible says it's a deceitful thing. The Bible says that. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to read our next verse, Come which on. is our actually um, our supporting scripture here. It's Hebrews 10, 23, Amplified. Mm-hmm. It's our supporting scripture. 10, 23? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it reads, So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and acknowledgement of it, for he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. Mm. To his word. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering. What does actually to seize something mean? What does that mean to you? Take hold. Capture it. It's good. Take hold. 
You know what I'm saying? It means not only to take hold, but suddenly take hold. Suddenly grasp, take hold of. It means to grasp mentally. So when we did Romans 10, 9, we were supposed to immediately grasp mentally mm. and seize our actual confession of our faith. Immediately, suddenly. As soon as we said it, not as we grow and walk with God. Romans 10, 9, when we said it. We're supposed to suddenly <laughs> seized it, took hold of it. <laughs> so quiet. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, it was that what Is happened. Is that what happened? <laughs> Take possession at will. You're supposed to have taken possession of your confession of your salvation, of the resurrected power from which you were saved. I know what happened when you... Mel did a uh, sentence prayer with me. Yeah, she did it with me. And it was funny, because I'm still as new. I'm like, I mean, I'm sitting, like, something for to happen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I did, I did. I'm, I mean, I'm just telling you my inner thoughts. Yeah, we was in the bedroom. She did. I told. I knew. I will, I knew that morning that I wanted to do the sentence prayer. I knew. I knew that morning that was it. I wanted mm -hmm. to do it. So I already had mm -hmm. in my mind that mm -hmm. this is it. Yeah. And you know, at that time, I still was a sinner. I still was, you know, sinning. Anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but when she she did it with me, and I'm like, you know, I thought I was gonna feel, you know, chills, and, you know. Nothing. Mm -hmm. But yes, it was something. Even though I didn't think it was, because I was trying to go on what I was going to feel. See, I'm still, right. I'm still sensual on my senses. But everything, my life from that moment on changed. From that moment. My life did. I didn't say all, everything that had to come to where I needed to get to. All the things had to fall off and break off and all those type of things had to happen. Amen. But something did happen. Even though I didn't feel it, but something did. The truth did come into me. Amen. Mm -hmm. Now, what was gentle and easy was him. Mm -hmm. He didn't just, oh, this is it today. Oh, it's going to be wiped. It was wiped away. But he allowed certain situations to come mm -hmm. to be presented. To me, and it and it st it did not stop; just kept going. So I got to a point to where the hidden, the real hidden thing, the ones that I didn't want to let go of, were confronted. Now what you gonna do? Yeah. No, it became a real reality because I wasn't never presented with those things, or I didn't. I wasn't conscious of those right. things mm -hmm. in my soul. Mm -hmm. I wasn't conscious of them because it was a part of me. That's right. Mm -hmm. But when you really, when I really did it, my life from that moment to the last syllable I uttered out changed. Amen. Because then what he's going to do, he, he, he will test you throughout your life. Yep. So you have to, your Christianity has to be valid. And this is why you go through various tests and trials for, to demonstrate now his character, his love, 
his temperament, everything, forgiveness, faith. He says the believer must, they're required to live by faith, not by sight. So you have to have situations to where you have to implement your faith, which that's how we live. That's how we breathe. Aaron? To put into action, to execute, to do. Okay. Um, I just I want to say that when I did that, but for real, it um, everything that I was confronted with was who I was, who I thought I was. Mm -hmm. Everything I'm talking about, who Rod had been for 38 years, mm -hmm. who I I mean, that's a thick spirit, you know. I mean on me for my heart to get with it. Everything that I was confronted with, every sin, everything that was wrong in my life, everything that I thought was right was wrong. All of those things ha uh, came up in my journey. It was about a six month period from me saying the confession of my Christianity, everything, everything for my family, everything was tested, everything. Then my job, everything. All this. I'm trying to tell you what we don't do is really realize when the, when I uttered that last syllable, mm -hmm. what took place. Mm -hmm. Truth came in. Yep. Now I could sit and deny the truth. Mm -hmm. I could actually figure out a way how to keep the lie mm -hmm. and still working with the truth. Mm -hmm. But that's what we most most of us do. But I didn't want yep. that. He, I began to see my. I love the scripture because I identified. With David, David said, my sin is ever before me. I, I, I could see me. Most of us don't want to see our sin. We don't want to, we won't be confronted with it. Yeah. And at some point, mm -hmm. as a Christian, you have to stop sinning. Now, sin I don't mean. Sin should be your practice. Yeah, it shouldn't be my practice. Right. It shouldn't be not my. Not that you're going to sin. Not, not that you're gonna, not, not going to sin because you, sin. you are going to sin. It shouldn't be your practice. It shouldn't be my practice. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be and like when you go to work. When out. I was a sinner, I was a practicing sinner. Plain it shouldn't and be simple. like when you go to the gym because I don't go. No. Uh, Dina? What you just said, um, your sin is ever before you. Yep. There are a lot of people that take that scripture, yeah. and correct me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong, and they use that to support why they're still struggling. Mm -hmm. Say, for example, homosexuality. Mm -hmm. You know, I know a few people who are active in the church, mm -hmm. but they still deal with it. So mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Changes, I know people. But mm -hmm. they use that scripture mm -hmm. to defend how they're living. Mm -hmm. So is that, I mean, when you say you're still in the ever before. Yeah, expound. Yeah, I, I just want to expound because most people are in denial. <laughs> they're in denial about who they are. Now, that means I see it. That means I'm not blind to it now. Before, when I was a sinner, you, you couldn't tell me I was a sinner because th that's what I did. That was my nature. That was natural for me. It's not, your sin, it's not your nature now to sin. Your nature has been changed. I'm born now of God. Old things have passed away. All things now are made new. I can say my sin is from me. I know where I came from. I know what I was doing. And I'm not afraid to say what I was doing and what I was thinking. So I see it, but I'm not a part of it now. It's not a part of me now. Basically for me, and I'm just saying it in this 
different way but saying the same thing, is that my fallen state causes me to uphold my new state. But that's the that's the one that so really is. because I know where I, I've come from. Yeah. Not that I have still a there. sin that I'm still dealing with. Mm -mm. Doesn't mean that. Nope. It means that my former state causes me to uphold my current state, mm -hmm. which is my new creation, and sin no longer have me in bondage. That's, right. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. That's what it's somewhere around your thinking it should mean. Not that my sin, I know I'm a, I have sinned, just like the song, you know, it's, saint, it's just a sinner so falling down, down, need to get back up. Blah, blah, are you blah. a sinner or are you a saint? Which one? Right. right. No, we just need to stop making excuses. I, I don't think that um, when when we say that, and you got to remember David. You see, we always got to go back to what it was. David didn't have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit then. He had to come upon him. So it, it's like he's, he wasn't the new creation. Right. But you are. Mm -hmm. See, David, he had to come upon him. He dwell inside of you now. Now, you, you are free from the law of sin and death. You are. But he wasn't. He didn't have, he, he hadn't died, even though he was slain before the foundation. But Holy Spirit hadn't come yet. Jesus himself hadn't came yet. This is why they still did the sins, the offerings, and all of that. See? All that ties in from what y'all learned on Friday. This is why they had to do the sin offering. They had to do it. But Jesus came now, once and for all, has eliminated that sin. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm just glad you, you brought it up. Amen. I like that. How yeah. the body of Christ is, uh, this is their disruptive behavior. This or is the, their the grace. Same thing. Corruptive behavior that they are consistently I'm under being grace. involved in is that they give room for sin. They permit sin, but then they still speak. It's like, how can blessing and cursing come out the same mouth? Yeah. This is what we, we're doing. We, we're saying that we are a saint, but then our life demonstrate that you still appear to be a sinner. When I, when I was a sinner, I wanted to sin. But now as a new creation, I don't want to sin. This is what this is what Paul was saying. I don't want to. Even though it's there, I don't want to. That's it. As a Christian, I don't want to sin. When I'm a sinner, I want to sin. That's what I do. That's my nature. But as a Christian, I shouldn't have a desire to and sin. That should not be your desire. It should not be my desire. My desire should be righteousness. My desire should be walking in the fullness of what he did on that cross. And what we have simply, he said, in order to gain your life, you have to lose your life. Amen. And we won't lose our lives mm -hmm. to gain his life. I want to keep my life and then I want his life. You can't do that. Did it, Tara said something? Like how you were saying about the church. Y'all, you can tell um, what they're based about by even what they title their church, mm -hmm. like grace. If, yeah. they, if they got their whole focus on grace, right. then it's, it's a problem. That's really good. That's what I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. you have to the do gospel the whole, of grace. Do the whole canon of scripture. So what's the real purpose of this teaching? We need to be <laughs> repositioned. Come on. The purpose of this teaching is that as Christians, we need to be repositioned with our Father because when we're in doubt, our words imprison us from our liberty in Christ, resulting in warring against the word. That was a lot That's said. I'll say it again. 
we need to be repositioned with our father because when we're in doubt, our words imprison us from our liberty in Christ, which result in warring against the word. So basically in the summation of all that is that we are out of position as Christians. We're supposed to be, he's supposed to be in, in us, abiding in us. We have, we, he'll never leave us or forsake us, but we have left him by the things in the world, of the world, people, things, trinkets of the world. And so when we confess anything that's not of faith, we confess doubt. And when we confess doubt, you are warring as a Christian against the very word that you say you stand for. When you as a Christian doubt, because when you speak, you are still confession. So what uh, Carl was saying is true, is that you can make a false confession or a wrong confession in this case, Instead of confessing of faith. So when you don't confess of faith, you confess of doubt, which causes you to position yourself to war against the word that you say you stand for. Now you have, you have positioned yourself against Christ. Thinking that, that you're on the same side. Y'all see it that way? How can he bless you when you say that you are failing? And still saying you're, you're, I'm more than a conqueror. You say that, you know, I, I, I can't make it. Uh, you, now you are warring against the very word when you did Romans 10, 9. When you confessed, when you made the great confession. That was not included in your great confession. Defeat was not a part of it. Failure was not a part of it. Mm. Sickness was not a part of it. Mm. Okay. That's really good. And that word, um, it's a scripture to back that up. Malachi 3.13 really speaks about how we actually, you know, basically they were speaking against the word of God. But we don't realize we're doing that by how we're living contrary to the word. So if you're not living in alignment with the word of God, you're living contrary to it, which put you in a position of warring against the almighty God himself. Mm-mm. Right. So this is not God. Mm -hmm. So this is the enemy. Mm -hmm. Why can't we be truthful mm -hmm. to ourselves? I believe it's two things. First of all, your will. It's a strong force in the earth. Your will 
and the Holy Spirit. Because I believe you can. You can, but it's your will. Yep. Even the Holy Spirit can't force you beyond your will. It's your will and your alliance to the world. Amen. Now that right there is good. An alliance. That means in an agreement. Yes. You got a contract Your with friends. the world still. You have something mutual in common. Mm. Your and alliance. And Jesus said, the prince of this world is coming, but there's nothing in me. Mm. Well, that's good. Confession should be this. It should be absolute faithfulness of the word. Absolute. Absolute. Faithfulness of the word. Not only of the word, but of his finished work and the reality of our relationship as sons and daughters. It determines your faith. Your confession determines your faith. You are to confess what you believe and live up to that standard. Still got to do something. Confess what you believe and live up to that standard. That's why they can't do it because not living up to the standard. They're not. They we're confessing it all day. Social media, you own a car, you own a banner, at the school, everywhere. But we're not living up to the standard of our confession. That I'm a Christian. Hmm. When you confess, it should line up. It should give you your place. It should establish you in your position. Mm. Your good. confession either causes you to be saved or lost. Oh, that's saying a whole lot. Your confession will cause you to have plenty or lack. Mm. Your confession will have you to be weak or strong. Mm-hmm. Your confession can cause you to never be married. Mm-hmm. Your confession or never have a successful the, marriage is a, another thing like because it's your tongue, it's the rudder, it's guiding you. Your, your confession is guiding your you. Life. Your confession is taking you. Somewhere. The words are very powerful. You know what? Or nowhere. That's good. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible said you're going to be judged after every idle word that you have spoken. So if it's idle, that means you have, your words really have power. So if something's just idle and it's just sitting there, right? <clears throat> Ain't going nowhere. You're going to be judged on that after every idle word that you have spoken, non operative. Yes, ma'am. Idle word, like an idle car. Say your car idle. Right. Or, or you can say I'm going to do something. And not do it. So, that's <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. Oh, okay, yeah. So, that's a, okay, okay. <laughs> that idle word, yeah. I mean, you really don't do anything after that. You know, it's just there. You know, it just sounds good. I mean, a darn parrot can that's speak. Crazy. A parrot can speak, but he ain't going to do nothing. He says that to every other word. Mm-hmm. 
That's why you should you be careful. Remember Jesus, he said he opened his mouth not. While they were accusing him. He didn't open his mouth. My words are powerful. You the prince, you the king of the Jews. My kingdom is not of this world. I mean, he chose his words. I mean, very careful. Just listen to the words and read what he said. He, he was so. Yes, sir. Darius was Darius. Oh, I. Hey, Darius was. Look at the gentleman. Look at the gentleman. That's a righteous indignation. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But then, I, you know, I thought about Jesus. it after I told him. Mm -hmm. After I told him, I thought about it. Now, what if, like, I or anybody else was in the same situation and mm. didn't say anything? Mm. Wow. Person. What if you went that to that party? That is so and serious. Smoking and drinking. And yep. it was on yeah. YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they recorded it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. How many people to see mm. that? That's right. Thought Christianity was a joke. Yep. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And they do. See, that's a good protection yeah, of just honoring. <sighs> I'm glad you said that story. Yeah, it's you know it is because you know we're not bold enough to do that, or do, do we even care enough to do that? Because you're dishonoring our God. You're dishonoring our God. I like that. And yeah, um, that's just that's just awesome. And because the world's very bold about what they're doing. Very bold. They're very bold of what they they're saying and and what's on TV and. And what's at work, and, and the people around you, and your and your family's bold about how they live and what they're doing, and you better not cross the line, and you better keep your Jesus in your back pocket. And normally we do, because we don't want to lose that relationship. Okay. So um, the Bible is God's confession. Some, oh, call, call. I'm sorry, call. Yes, sir. Wait a minute. Right. And oftentimes, a harmless conversation really is on the negative side. Mm -hmm. Right. The majority of the time, so you're really, really working for the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like what you're saying, and I, I'm going to mix that in with what Darius just said. It, it, at no point should we step outside of what we are really called to do, and that is to really represent the kingdom of God as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And I like what he, I like what he did because... You saw something, and you're like, that, that don't even bear right. Mm -hmm. Hey, we, we're, we're so afraid. Mm -hmm. We only want to be a Christian when it's, when, it's, when it's cool, I guess. I don't even know if that's the right word to use. But only I'm when sure, it's convenient. I'm, I'm Maybe sure. the word is I'm convenient. Sure <laughs> Maybe only when it's convenient. Only when it's convenient. Not when um, it's necessary, which is really it's all the time. Amen. You may never get a chance to see that person ever again. We had a, 
an incident with, I, I guess, uh, with Ani's dad, and he came to church one time. And, and they were given the salvation. They, I showed, I said, Greg, I'm going to go up there with you. Yep. I'm going to go up there with you because you may never have a, another opportunity to hear this again. Let's go. And the pastor said he was facing death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, he and he didn't go. Nope. There's no time to waste. Um, the Bible is yeah. God's confession. It is a continual <coughs> confession of his greatness, his ability, mm. his love, and his great father's heart. Oh God. That's total death stuff. The Bible is God's confession, mm. which shows that he's our good shepherd. Man, he laid down his life for us. Mm -hmm. This is so good. He is the bread of life. Mm. Mm. Not people, mm. not things, not your money and your job. Mm. He said, I am. I am your lifeline. I am the bread of life. Eat that. <laughs> he said, I'm the light of the world. All right, now. We saw that on Friday. If anybody's heart is uh, illuminated with any type of light or anything you may experience, I should be that light in your world. Mm. Not even our children. And I love my kids, love the grandbabies, and, you know, they come in and it just change, you know, your your whole, you know, demeanor. I know when I see the little babies, it's just awesome. But even they can't take the place of God being the light of the world. Mm -hmm. And those that follow him will have the light of their life. Mm. You have that light in your life forever. Jesus had quite a few confessions when he came. He said, I came in my father's name. Mm. Speak. <laughs> what is your confession? Mm. Jesus said, I came Amen. in my father's name. He said, for if you believe Moses, you would believe me. If you believe everything you're seeing in the not using Moses' thing being worldly, but I'm just going to use it. If you believe things that you hear and see in the world, why won't you believe me? And I am life. I am the light of the world. Mm. And again, Jesus confessed what his father said. He says, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall not hunger. And he that believe on me shall never thirst. The living water. You have desires and want for things of the flesh. Because you have no desires and want for me. And your thirst for what you have in the flesh will never be satisfied. It's never satisfied. And you can never love until you have met me. For I am love. Mm. Confession is, is used or given to bring about actual courage, to bring about courage and strength and boldness into your faith. The heroes of faith, through their confession, became martyrs for us. Mm. What are you becoming for? 
your brothers that labor in the vineyard? Who are you becoming? There are some dangers in uh, wrong confession. I'm just going to go over a few. And I think I mentioned this earlier. Fears and doubt give Satan dominion. Mm -mm. This is real. Something just as simple as doubting about, oh, I'm not going to get this job. You should have what you say. Mm. Or oh, I'll never be delivered. I'm never going to get married. You should have what you say. Confess sickness binds our will as captive <coughs> and holds us in absolute slavery. Mm. When you confess sickness, it binds your will. Now you can't even utilize your own will because your will has now been bound by your confession. You put your own self in bondage by your wrong confession. And you cannot even execute your own will in those situations. This is why you get frustrated. You, you, you're double-minded. I can't, I, because you know what? When you're tied up, you can't move. <laughs> and you're trying to move. It's real frustrating. And you wonder why things are not happening in your life because you have bound your own will My by goodness. wrong confession. An additional danger is this, your mental ascent. So your senses mentally, you recognize, when you recognize the truth of the word of God, but you don't act upon it. Mm. Mental ascent. That's good. I confess this is true, but I did not hear to and rely on this as truth. So I didn't act upon it. This is what happened even in our walk. We confess Romans 10, 9. We recognize it as the truth. Mm -hmm. But you, didn't, you don't act upon it every day. Mental sin. Circumstances. Oh, I read that book. That book was good. <laughs> I almost said, what yeah. book? <laughs> I heard that speaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know all about that. Yeah, you too. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a good book. Mm. So when I hear people saying that, I say, well, what did you learn? Well, um, so I was asking about um, a particular book, uh, Eternity Invading Time. I heard of quite a few people read the book. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Okay. Yeah, I read it, read it twice. Did you read it twice? Really? So what do you what do you so what do you learn? Well, you know, he was saying I didn't ask you to recant what he said. What did you learn? Mm. You know, we, we go to a lot of different seminars and different things for our personal development as well and read all these various books. But I'm trying to ask, well, what's what book is that, Friendlina? Um the ten I I tried to get the ladies to read this book sometime back. This is a practical book. Um Seven Habits of Highly oh, Effective yeah. People. Right. Quite a few people have read this at the job. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, well, have, because there's some good things in there. Have you implemented any of it? <laughs> and because if we really did, 
your life wouldn't quite look like the way it does. I just want us to be very, and I like what you said about, well, it's not really a Holy Spirit. We gotta be very careful uh, with the, this self-help. Most of these self-help so-called Christians or whatever, they, it's just new age. It's really just catered to your soul. It, so you gotta be very careful of that and discerning of a lot of this new stuff. It's new age when it ain't, really ain't new. But I think the only self-help you really need is the word will definitely tell you exactly how to live your life. Yeah? You know, I mean, I think when it comes to I'm not saying um, there's professional wrong with development, it. there are some books whether people are saved or not saved, that yeah. it's just practical things. I just want them to be, yeah. I want them to mm -hmm. be careful. I Holy want you Spirit to be discerning be on some of this mm -hmm. stuff. Holy Spirit, that's, they have to have Holy Spirit. You have to have them. I mean, you got people, you know, like Rob Bell. Just look him up. Rob Bell. Y'all see. You be like, I thought it was Christian. Or Rick Warren. Yeah. And somehow that's the, you know, for some of us, it have to, for whatever reason, you have to go to Conway to, to end up walking the spiritual walk, uh, unfortunately. Oh, that's why he told us parables. So. Yeah, exactly. So I need to tell you parables because you're not going to, if I tell you of earthly, uh, if you, don't believe the, if you don't believe the earthly things, how can you possibly mm -hmm. believe the things of heaven? So we are wrapping up our, our time here. But I definitely want to let you all know, and you should just notice anyway, but this is just a reminder, is that we have been redeemed. Amen. You have been redeemed from the hands of the enemy. Redeemed simply means buyback. You have been brought back mm -hmm. to the rightful owner. You're no longer under his lordship, Satan. Mm. You've been brought back. You have been redeemed from the power of the hand of the end. I because he had you under a power. You have been redeemed from the hand, the power of the enemy. Mm. That I would do or shouldn't be doing. You find yourself always doing. Well, but do that what I, I should do. I'm I not doing. <laughs> but God has said in his word, you have been brought back, redeemed from out the power of the hands of the enemy. And if that is a true statement, why do we sit, crouch at the door or the feet 
of our Savior, having all possession of righteousness. You have your inheritance of riches. Spiritual. You have boldness. You have strength. Why do we cry out and ask for what we have? Set me free from this. He has. You're at the entrance door of your redemption, but yet you still cry to be redeemed. Mm. You have been brought back already. Just want to share with you a, a few things here. He has made us sufficient already to enjoy all of our riches, to enjoy a perfect deliverance. Mm. Not halfway. I gotta go back and get delivered again. A perfect deliverance and made us sufficient. He, you don't have to try to do it. You've been made sufficient to walk in the fullness of your redemption. You don't have to try to walk it out. You've been made to walk it out. Mm -mm. That's just an awesome promise it is. and a guarantee that's already done. There's no ground for weakness. There's no reason for failure. There's no ground for weakness. My past, my parents, what I went through, what I experienced, where I lived. He said, you have no grounds for that. You've been born from above now. Yeah, turn this table on. My mind, my thoughts, my fleshly desires. You, you've been delivered a perfect deliverance. My taste for alcohol, my taste for drugs, my taste for just the, the other things, X-rated. Uh, all of that, <laughs> he said, you have been delivered a perfect deliverance. I know that's right. You've been delivered from your anger. Christian. I know that's right. You've been delivered from being angry. What passage? We're talking about to where someone says something to you and you feel that you just have to respond. If I don't swing back, I just won't live. Mm. You've been delivered from that because <laughs> you shall live and not die because you didn't swing. You get to live another day. Person ain't come back and change. Amen. Amen. Mm. Mm. We're complete in him. You keep swinging find out what happened to you. You are complete in him. All of your shortcomings and didn't think this about yourself or didn't think that because how people try to define you or uh, draw an image of you. You have a new image. The image and reflection of the dear son, Jesus Christ, you have a new image. Mm. You're right. You don't, you don't, you're not who you are when you look in the mirror. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Most important know that we dishonor him when we doubt and we honor Satan and we dishonor God. Amen. We walk in faith and we should refuse to walk any other way. Good God. You walk in faith, Dina, and you should refuse to walk any other way. What, what power? What power? That is some power right You there. bear in your body 
Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You bear in your body, which is the temple of God. You bear in your body all power, Jalen, to be a star student academically and also athletically. That's you too. You bear in your body to have all rights and privileges of the kingdom of God. All rights. All rights. Let Jesus be big in your life. Come Let on. Jesus be big in your life. Stop allowing things and people to be big in your life. And please, situations. Allow him to live in you. He can't live in you except you allow him to live in you. I pray that today's lesson, the great confession Christianity, that you now have a revelation of what you have confessed. Romans 10, Romans 10 9 through 10. Amen. Amen. Walk it out, live it out. Bring God glory in your body, in his temple where he resides. It's not your body, it's his temple. And he wants to live in and through you.